Hey guys, this is Mark Katz, Goody Katz MD on my social media channels, but y'all can just call me Mark. I am starting a podcast and I'm excited to be doing so. I'm going to try to cover cop topics from cardiology, inside, things inside and outside of the hospital, in medicine, and hopefully we will, through this process, bring on some interesting people to communicate about different topics in medicine and have some fun along the way. This is another great outlet for some creativity to involve medicine and not just the science of it, but a little bit of the art. And in this first episode, I'm just going to introduce you guys to who I am. If y'all don't already know everything about me on my social media channels, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok now, and my blog, mykittycats.com. And my hope is that by understanding who I am, you'll be able to uh, see my perspective and hopefully get a little, uh, for any pre-med students listening, be encouraged to not give up because that is kind of my story. I initially went to Binghamton University and SUNY, uh, SUNY school in upstate New York, and I didn't realize that I wanted to be a doctor really until junior year. And by then I dug myself a little bit of a GPA hole. Not that I didn't try my first two semesters or two, first two years, but actually I take that back. I didn't really try that hard. Uh, and I think that's because I didn't know that I wanted to go into medicine. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to be a bio major. I wanted to do something in uh, science or a scientific field. And I didn't really take the time to study. And I didn't do that well in some of my initial classes. And unfortunately, my bio classes were also those same ones that are pre-med. So it kind of hit me twofold. But fortunately, come junior year, senior year, I was able to really turn that around. But by that time, I already had kind of uh, overall when I was graduating or even applying to med school, I had a below or less or below average GPA compared to other pre-meds who, when you talk to any of these modern day pre-meds or any of your classmates, they all got 4.0s or 3.8s. I mean, they're really great students. Um, and I eventually became one of those, but for two years, I wasn't quite there. So I was going in an uphill battle on top of that. My MCAT was average, actually below average. I think the average admitting med school med student uh, MCAT was like a 32 and I got a 29. It was an okay grade for the MCAT, but given that I had a below average uh, GPA, really not a stellar start to my overall application. I applied to 20, I think it's 27 med schools. That includes stateside MD and DO programs. Didn't get into a single one. And thankfully, I applied to two Caribbean med schools, St. George's and Ross University, and I ended up getting accepted to Ross University. St. George's gave me an acceptance, but they gave me a partial one where I had to perform, uh, do a semester to kind of prove that I was able to keep up, whereas Ross University gave me uh, an open acceptance, and I took it. So the first piece of advice that I always tell people is that Caribbean med school should not be your first choice. They should not be plan A. The reason I went to a Caribbean med school was because I didn't want to wait. I knew that I wanted to go to med school. I finally had clarity in my life and my long-term career goals. And I didn't want to wait another year to do a post-bac, do research, get some more life experience, increase the strength of my application and reapply. I didn't want to wait that long. So instead of doing those things, which is what a lot of people do, it's not a guarantee that you'll get in. A lot of people do it multiple years in a row and they still don't get in. But some people do it and are successful. I didn't want to do that. I got in. I was ready to go. The second piece of advice that I always tell all Caribbean med students is that you are, it's a, it's a risky, uh, it, 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 there is risk involved. 
there was a really bad comic in my uh, undergrad and in the undergrad newspaper. And they used to say, I remember this uh, clip. It was uh, one person joking to the other. What do you call the person who graduates at the bottom of their med school class? And in the comic, the answer was doctor. But in real life, that answer could be unemployed because getting into med school is an incredibly difficult feat. And if you do get in, that is a huge congratulations. You really earned it and you deserve to celebrate. But really the hard work only starts when you get into med school, because if you graduate med school and don't earn a residency position, you are in doctor in everything but practice. You will only be a doctor in name. In order to practice as a doctor in the United States, unfortunately, you need to complete a residency position. And going to a Caribbean med school simply increases the difficulty of obtaining a residency position. Don't get me wrong. I did it. I'm very and I, I'm now going a cardiology fellow, and I'm going to one day be a cardiologist. And there are plenty, there are countless other Caribbean graduates who have done so. However, there are certain programs that don't look at Caribbean graduates, and there are certain specialties that it is far more difficult to get into uh, as a Caribbean grad. That being said, if you know all those things and you think that it's right for you, go ahead and apply. So for anyone who might not be a stellar student and you think that you might not get into med school, uh, just have some faith in yourself, keep working, keep trying, and hopefully it'll all work out. Uh, just know that the hard work doesn't end when you get into med school. <laughs> That's when it really starts. And I hate to be the bear, the bear of bad news, um, that the hard work really starts when you get to med school. You have to sacrifice a whole lot of your time. I missed a whole lot of uh, birthdays, anniversaries. Uh, you know, I was down in the Caribbean island of Dominica at Ross University. They're now in Barbados, but you're down in the island studying every day, all day. And all your friends are in some city with a job, living their lives. So it can be very isolating. But if there are people that helped you get into med school, whether it's friends and family, stay in touch with them, keep that support system, and continue to expand that support system. Because whoever helped you get to that point is going to be really integral in your success through med school. So the two things that if you want to take from this episode is one, work hard. And if you want to apply to a Caribbean med school, people succeed from it. I know I did, but you have to know that there are risks with going to a Caribbean med school, specifically that you have a higher chance of not matching into a residency position compared to your USMD and DO counterparts. And the second piece of advice is once you get into med school is work your backside off. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow, like, and share. We'll be releasing new episodes regularly, and I'll see you guys next time.